Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Chanel, and this is podcast episode number 45. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for August. This is when I take time to celebrate, mix up the libation of the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and answer questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. Wherever you are right now, stop and tune in with yourself. Take a deep breath. Take another deep breath. How do you feel? Think of one word to describe how you feel in this moment. Whatever it is, is what it is. Simply acknowledge it. And then celebrate the fact that you can tune in with yourself and describe how you feel. I say don't take that for granted because there are times when it's really hard to do this. It can be hard to slow down. It can be hard to slow down enough to tune in and identify what's going on inside. Celebrate your ability to connect with yourself. Now, think of at least two more things that you can celebrate about yourself today. Perhaps you made time for a nutritious meal earlier today. That's a good thing. You gave your body the nutrients needed. Maybe you went to bed on time last night. That's a good thing too. It helped you wake up well-rested and ready for today. Reflect on your day. Did you try something new? Did you surprise yourself? Did you keep your own commitment to yourself? Answers to these questions may not come to you right away, and that's okay. You can take time right now to tune in. I'll tell you the one thing I'm celebrating today. I had a plan for today, and I intended to follow that plan. After I'd been awake for a couple of hours, I knew things wouldn't go according to that plan. I'm sure you've had days like this too. I wasn't able to do what I'd planned, and I did not fight it. I did not struggle with it. This this was a great accomplishment for me. I allowed myself to accept it. And instead, I went along with the situations that came and focused on what was in front of me. That's healthy for me. And so I'm celebrating having the ability to show myself grace when I need it.
The libation of the month is a Blackberry Bourbon Smash. I'm excited because this one is new for me and I love blackberries. I hope mine are sweet. Let's see. Mmm. Wow. Yes. Mine are super sweet. I hope yours are too because I've got a feeling it will make this libation great. So let's get started. First, glassware. A highball is recommended because you're going to pour this libation over ice in the glass. Next, let's take a look at the ingredients list. Well, you can't look at it. I will tell you what the ingredients are. There are six. You'll need blackberries, fresh, of course, fresh mint, lime, simple syrup, bourbon, and club soda. Club soda is a hit or miss for me. You already know this. <laughs> We've been through this before. And here we are again. Today, I'll trust the recipe. And I found this recipe at ourlovelanguageisfood.com. The recipe calls for four to five fresh blackberries, four to five fresh mint leaves, I'd say about a half an ounce of lime juice. It's described as the juice of half of a medium lime. Half an ounce of simple syrup. Fortunately, I have fresh homemade mint simple syrup given to me by my close friend, Janice. Thanks, Janice. Two ounces of bourbon. I'm using Angel's Envy. And then we will top with club soda. And you will need your shaker and muddler. Let's start by adding ice to your highball first and then we'll sit that aside. And you wanna, you want to fill up your glass. Not, not to the top, but I'd say about three-fourths of the way. Okay, and once you've done that, sit your highball aside because this isn't going to take that long. Take your shaker. Add your blackberries. I'm adding five. One, two, three, four, five. I'm adding four mint leaves because I have mint simple syrup. I'm already going to have a great deal of mint flavor. You can adjust according to your own liking. And then the lime wedge. And since my lime is pretty large, I cut the half of the lime in half and then cut the, um, well, I took half of the lime and cut it again, so I have two wedges. And now we're ready to muddle. So let's muddle. And there's a lot in here, so it's gonna take a, a little bit, a little doing, a little work to really get it mashed up well. These are blackberries, so we want 
this to be nice and mushy and I'm looking at mine and it is mushy and messy. That's how it's supposed to look. Keep on mashing. And also you want to make sure you do enough muddling to get that mint flavor and to release the lime juice. So let's keep working for a little bit longer here. I need to muddle just a tad bit more. Bear with me. You should be muddling too. And maybe when you think you've muddled enough, maybe you haven't. Muddle a little bit more. Ooh, this is a lot of juice. I think this is going to be great. It smells really great too. I love it. Okay, that's enough muddling. I'm not going to do any more. Let's hope it's good enough. Okay. Now, add your half ounce of simple syrup, your two ounces of bourbon, add ice to the shaker. Remember, you don't need to, you don't need to fill it up, but you do need to put enough ice in to make, make the libation cold. So I'm going about, I'm going a little bit over halfway with the ice. All right, close up your shaker and let's shake, shake, shake. Okay, and then strain into your highball. Strain, it's taken a little while. I'm having to help mine along. I think I should have muddled my blackberries a little bit more. I said this was my first time so lesson learned to muddle more. Probably need to muddle a lot more than I originally thought, but that's okay. As I said, I'm going to strain, I'm gonna help it along. Okay, I've got a little bit more to pour. Give me just a moment. All right, I think that's about it. Now, I need to top with the soda water. I almost wanna taste it without it, but I am. I'm gonna taste it without the soda water first. It's pretty sweet. It's good. Okay, it it's almost, concentrated so I can I can see why adding the soda water may make it better so let's see I've added my soda water I've also added a fun straw and I am garnishing with a lime and with mint so now let's taste oh wow 
In this case, the soda water makes it better. It lightens it. It's still sweet, but not too sweet. And yes, it's refreshing. Great for summertime. Cheers. I have two rants this month. The first has to do with cooking shows and chefs. <laughs> I think I need to stop watching cooking shows and I definitely need to stop following chefs on Instagram, especially the vegan chefs. <laughs> I am picking on the vegan chefs because they're the ones I follow. But before I get to that, I want to talk about the cooking shows. I've mentioned in a previous episode that I'm shocked by how much I enjoy watching any kind of cooking show. You already know that cooking isn't my strength. I do it when necessary. I have a few dishes that I've mastered. It's no secret that cooking is not one of my special talents. <laughs> Still, I get a kick out of watching cooking programming from time to time. My favorite channel right now is Bon Appetit. I recently watched an episode on how to make an omelet. The chef opened by saying, there's a difference between a French omelet and an American omelet. I was immediately intrigued. I wondered, what is the difference? And what are all those other omelets out there? Naturally, I dropped everything and sat down to watch. In less than 15 minutes, the chef walks through the process of making both omelets. Can you imagine? 15 minutes. It probably wasn't even 15 minutes. It might have been 10 minutes. The French omelet is first. The ingredients for the French omelet include eggs, salt, and pepper to start with. So Check, check, check. I'm looking good. I even have the whisk, the bowl, the sieve, spatula, and nonstick pan. Then there's some sort of unsalted butter, some kind of cheese, and chopped chives. Yeah, no. I'm out. I don't have any of those things. <laughs> Plus, the chef explains that French omelets are soft on the inside and smooth on the outside with no color, meaning no crispy edges or golden color. The chef loses me at soft on the inside. That is not for me. <laughs> then came the American omelet. Again, the chef flies through the process step by step, and the whole time I'm thinking, I can do that. My omelet can be perfectly golden, just like that. I'll add spinach and mushrooms. It will be perfect. All I need to do is remember to whisk the eggs first and make sure I turn up the heat for a little sizzle. In my mind, I can whip this omelet up in a few minutes with no problems. In reality, that's never going to happen. <laughs> That's the problem with watching these cooking shows. Chefs make cooking seem to be effortless, and they make it seem as if everything comes out just perfect 
or near perfect every time. Even if I don't like the food or I think I don't like the food, chefs have a way of enticing me. The next thing I know, I'm at the store buying a whole bunch of ingredients. There's always something I've never used before, and that sends me on this path researching what it is, and then it's all about finding it in the store. It's never a one-stop shopping experience. <laughs> I'm all over the place looking for these ingredients. This is exactly what happened when I decided to make a spinach artichoke egg wrap. It's Chef Priyanka's recipe. It's vegan, and you can find the video and recipe on Instagram. If you go to Instagram now, it's the eighth reel from the top. Look at the show notes. I will put some information there so you can find it. Anyway, I watched the reel and thought I'd give the recipe a try. Once again, the chef made it look so easy. I figured I could do it with no problem. I'd shopped for the ingredients several days in advance. I felt I was prepared. Imagine being in the kitchen with all the ingredients you need on the counter. You have your tools, you have the recipe, and in this case, the video saved and ready to refer to at any time. You watch the video several times. Now, we're ready. Step one, chop three cups of spinach. I'll open the refrigerator, pull out the spinach and realize there's not enough. Clearly someone in the house, Woody, has eaten more spinach than I realized. How did this happen? Why did this happen? <laughs> it happened. No problem. The grocery store is three blocks away. I hop into my car, go to the store, get more spinach and return home to chop up the spinach. Step two, mince two cloves of garlic. I happily take out my big knife and get to work. I'm done in no time. Step three, chop a few artichoke hearts. No problem, done. Step four, add spinach, garlic, salt, pepper, and crushed red pepper to your nonstick pan with a little water and saute. I've got this, done. Step five, add the seasoned spinach, chopped artichokes, and vegan cream cheese to a bowl and mix it all together. Yes, everything is going well. It smells good too. I'm feeling good. I open the vegan cream cheese and it's gone bad. <laughs> I have to stop everything. I hop in my car, go to the store, get more vegan cream cheese, and return home to continue mixing. I'm determined to get through this thing, and I do, finally. It simply wasn't the easy, effortless experience that I'd imagined. It was hard work, and it paid off because the wrap was tasty. I've just got to stop being fooled into thinking my experience is going to match the chef's easy breezy demonstration. <laughs> My second rant is about an experience I had concerning one of my favorite snacks, crackers. If you like crackers, you know that all crackers are not the same. Some may look the same. However, the taste and texture vary widely. I tend to like a fairly thin cracker with a light flavor. 
I enjoy crackers with tea, coffee, soup, vegan cheese, and other things. Any time is a good time for crackers. My favorite kind is Cars Table Water Original Crackers. One box used to cost $3.99, and sometimes I could find it for less. It seemed like overnight the price increased to $4.99. I found it to be the same everywhere I went. It didn't matter what grocery store I went to. I love cars. I really do. But that's asking a little too much. It's asking way too much when you have the store brand, which is conveniently located right next to it. And it's much cheaper. Now, I happen to be at Whole Foods. Their 365 brand has an organic, original water cracker. It tastes a lot like Cars to me. So the choice was Cars, 4.25 ounce box at $4.99 or Whole Foods, 4.4 ounce box at $2.99. What to do, what to do. I got the Whole Foods store brand, of course, at $2.99. It seemed like a win, right? Wave your hands in the air for saving money. I'm all for it. (laughs) Who doesn't want a deal? And keep in mind, I've purchased these crackers many times before. I know what to expect when I open the box. So, you know, I was surprised to find about 20% fewer crackers when I opened the box. It was really noticeable. I mean, overall, I definitely made the right choice by purchasing the store brand, but they fooled me. (laughs) I did not expect that. Sometimes, The amount stays the same and the price goes up. Other times, the price stays the same and the amount goes down. All I'm saying is take your time in the grocery store. Look closely at the price, the packaging, and the quantity. Everything is not what it always appears to be. it's time for questions and answers. I have one question this month. The question is, how do you laugh when you don't feel like laughing? This is a great question. And it's, it's a hard one. I don't have context. I don't have the story behind this. So first, If you don't feel like laughing, know that it's all right. You don't have to force yourself. I know that sounds funny coming from me, especially since I focus on increasing laughter. That might not be the thing you'd expect me to say. 
However, I think it's important to say you can honor your feelings. Also, remember, I've shared that there are times when I haven't felt like laughing. I've also shared that there are experiences that aren't humorous to me. I laugh a lot. I don't laugh at everything and I don't laugh 24-7. If you don't feel like laughing, it's all right. You don't have to. You can have that experience of not feeling like laughing. And you can have that experience for as long as you want. And when you're done having that experience, you can choose something else. You don't have to stay in that state. If you want to get out of that state, you may need to look below the surface. I'll go back to the beginning of this episode. I asked you to slow down and tune in with yourself. Taking a few deep breaths can help you tune into what's going on with you. Taking a few deep breaths can help you increase your self-awareness. Taking many deep breaths can slow everything down and it can slow everything down enough for you to become more aware of what's underneath the feeling. Without knowing more of the context, more of what's behind the question, I'd start there. Check in with yourself. Tune in with yourself. I'm suggesting deep breathing. Maybe something else helps you to slow down. Slow down enough to check in with yourself, tune in with yourself to try to unearth what's really behind the feeling. I think that's a good starting place. If you want to share more, please reach out. I hope this helps. Thank you for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Laughter and Libations or Twitter at Laughs and Libs. Please share the podcast with a friend or two or three or four. (laughs) Subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening today. And finally, check out laughterandlibations.com for articles on related topics. Until the next time. Find what makes you laugh. And joy will find you.